0: ويدين قالوا لا الا الله عليه من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحيم وسم الله الرحيم ومعه الحكيم قال الرحيم الله الرحيم لا ينقل الجنة كمن كان في قلبه مثال مرة من كبير ربي أسر ولا نوعسر وتمم الخير وبك نستعين يا فتاح يا فتاح يا فتاح My dear respected elders, scholars, brothers in Islam, I greet you with the universal greeting of love and peace. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Firstly, let us thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet, Shal-tabari, that whoever performs Jumu'ah one after another, all his sins will be wiped away as long as he stay away from major sins. So here we see how merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, He has blessed us with many favors and many gifts, and we can see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He wants to forgive us. So we should do these small acts in order to gain the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some may think that they won't be able to get this reward. But remember, as believers, we do things imanan and ihtisaban. Imanan meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us all with iman. And ihtisaban meaning that whatever good actions we do, we should do it with extreme hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will give us the reward. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He describes Himself as the first and the last. wal wal-akhir wal wal that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's the first beyond what we can imagine as first. You know we are mathematical human beings, so we count one, two, three, four, and if there's a first, there must be a second, and there must be something before the first. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's the first like no other first, and He's the last like no other last. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's the dahir. Meaning that in everything and anything, there is a manifestation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you see, there is a sign in that of the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like the famous Arab would said, التراب التراب. That in every single thing, there is a sign indicating to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether you observe an ant or the sunrise, or the sea or the waves, or anything in the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you'll see that there is a sign. And for the believer, there is a sign of the wahdaniyah the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that this thing only exists because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It has only got that perfection, even if you look at the little kitten, the way all it this face, etc., there is a sign indicating to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Jamaatul Muslimin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the balting, he is the inward manifest. The ayah that I have quoted, وَالْأَرْضُ azizul That for him is all grandeur in the heavens and the earth, and he is the mighty and most wise. Now this is like the pride, so whatever pride, whatever honor, whatever majesty, everything in the entire universe, in every sky and every earth, it belongs to Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most powerful and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most wise. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knows everything. Wa huwa al Aziz al-hakim, he is the mighty and most wise. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you'll find in the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you'll find the name al-mutaqabbir, the greatest and the sublime. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is the mutakapit. No one else has this. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has given us He has given us man and Jinn a choice. Now all of us sitting here, we are not Malaika. We are not angels. If the angel's job is to punish you in the grave, then he will punish you in the grave. He does not have the capacity to feel mercy, to have mercy towards you. He does not have the capacity to give you a chance. He'll do exactly as he was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If his job is to carry the arsh, the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will do it without getting tired, without getting bored. But this human being, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created with the ability to get tired and the ability to get bored. And he created him with certain qualities in his nafs and in his ego that he can go totally against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these qualities that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put in our nafs, or our nafs is inclined to, is this quality of kibr and pride. And this we learn from shaitan. Now shaitan, he had understanding of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He knew exactly who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. He was a worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but he did not have love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This quality of kibir is inside shaitan and he whispers it into us. In our ego, every single one of us here, we have a skibr. And when we have a skibbir, when shaitan whispers it, just like when Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala commanded him to bow down to Adam alayhi salam, he said wa min that you created me from fire and created him from soil. Now by saying this, he's using his logic, his abilities to question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this jamaatul muslimin comes when we have kibir, when we have pride. As soon as this kibur is in the heart and we are proud, then the first thing we do is we make juhud. And what is juhud? It means that we oppose the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to me in the Quran, that your male child and your female child <laughs> That for the male is the share of two females. So when you pass away, your ears will go to the Molina or the mufti and he'll tell you that uh, keep the male twice the share of the female like Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said that you should. But when Shaitan whispers in your heart and my kibbut will take over me, and I will say that I am clever. And like Shaitan, I will question, and I'll say, why is this like that? That this is not fair. Today the girl is doing more than the boy, etc. And she must get her an equal shape. And someone will come and say that there is equality now, and this is some old thing. So because I have kibbut and I cannot worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, I start to question and oppose the commandments of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You will see that a person who is humble. And the person who is a worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will say that this is from the ilm, from the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he will do exactly what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded. He won't question it, he won't debate it, he won't let someone put something in his head, but if he has the spiritual disease of kibbut, then what will uh, what he will do is, he will oppose the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jamaatul Muslimin, this kibar, if it carries on in us, now we got kibar in everything. i got kibar from the tribe I might come from, where I have kibar in the beauty I might have. And sometimes we have kibar in intellect. So if I say that this person is very clever and that person is not, then what do I do? If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted me intellect and He hasn't granted it to someone else, then I look down on that person. I say he's a useless person and he is this and he's that. So, the keeper comes in different forms and different aspects into my character. As soon as shaitan as as tells me that you are than that person and he is useless, so let him get out of myself. So this is from shaitan. Some people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives intellect and some people he hasn't. Some people he gives wealth, some people he doesn't. This is all in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it, it, it is in his control. So what happens is, when the skipper comes, then we start competing with one another and we get this fachr and this riyah that we want to show off. For example, you go to your son or you go to a boy and you tell him, I see you training so hard on the soccer field and you're eating all these healthy foods and all this and the boy will tell you that I do this. So when I walk on the field, everyone must know that I have right, that I am the guy. No one is better than me. Only I can do this. I'm the best. So jamaatul muslimin, this is the opposite of bubudiyah. It is the opposite of worship. If you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you that ni'mah, He gave you that bounty, and you must know that this is a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and He gives it to you, and He can take it away whenever He wants. Jamaatul muslimin, there is a famous hadith, that Imam Nawabi has brought in his in, in the chapter of Riyadh, which is to seek attention from other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to do anything from other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it, it is narrated by Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu, where he said, I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa saying say, that the first to be judged on the day of Qiyamah will be a man who has died as a martyr. He will be brought forward, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remind him, of the favors he had bestowed upon him. And the man will acknowledge them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask him, what did you do to express gratitude for it? The man will reply, I fought for your cause until I was martyred." And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to him, you have lied. You fought so that people might call you courageous. And they they said that. Then command will be given about him, and he'll be dragged on his face and thrown into the fire of Jahannam. The second person is a man who had inquired and imparted knowledge and read the Qur'an. He will be brought forward. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remind him of the favors he had bestowed upon him, and the man will acknowledge them. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask him, What did you do to express gratitude for it? The man will reply, I acquired knowledge and taught it, and I read the Qur'an for your sake. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to him, You have lied. You acquired knowledge so that people might call you a learned man you read the quran so that people might recall you might call you a reciter and they have done so then command will be given about him and he'll be dragged on his face and thrown into the fire of jahannam and the third person is a man whom allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made affluent he gave him status and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him plenty of wealth he will be brought forward And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remind him of the favors he had bestowed upon him. And the man will acknowledge them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask him, What did you do to express gratitude for it? The man will reply, I did not neglect any of the ways you like wealth to be spent for your sake. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to him, You have lied, you did it so that people might call you generous. And they have done so. And command will be issued about him and he'll be dragged on his face and thrown into the fire of Jahannam. So we see here in all these cases, there is no connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yet outwardly he's building the masjid, he's doing this particular act and that particular act. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows his zahir is outward and his baatin, is inward. And Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has commanded him in the Quran, whether al-Ismi wa baatin that you must abandon the outward form of sinning, that whatever wrong you are doing, you should stop. But also you should stop the baltini sin, the inward sinning. If, even if you are obeying the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you do not have tawadu, you are not doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you are doing it for yourself, then that too is a baltini sin, and it doesn't count in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It can be the best action that you are doing, you can be doing the best service to the deen, but if you have done it for your ego and to get recognized, then you see he's dragged on his face and thrown into the fire of Jahannam. So Jamaatul Muslimin, many, many a times we read in the Quran, it is mentioned again and again, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the zakat. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, La bil manni what is your sadaqah and your zakat? What is the conditions of giving it? Your earnings is halal, it is You stayed away from interest and haram. You took from your extra wealth and you are giving it. Uh, you giving you found a person who is deserving of it and you are giving it to him. No problem. You are doing a great act. The poor are going to benefit benefit from it, etc. But at the time when you were giving it, you did two things: Money and other. You start showing off and you harm the person that you are giving it to. Wallahi jamaat al You are not doing him a favor Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded you to To do this, to take your sadaqah Your zakat and give it to him Why do you have to call him things? Why do you have to make him wait in a line? Why do you have to oppress him? Why do you have to show him that? Because my ego, my nafs, my keeper Shows that I must do that And shaitan will come and whisper And quickly my, my nafs and my ego will take over And I will give the zakat But I will say that I gave you so much And I'll say that This guy is useless, so let me help him. And I'm helping him. I'm not a slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anymore. I'm not following the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm doing that guy a favor because he's a weak person. He's a weak human being, so I insult him. I hurt him at the point of giving it to him. And I hurt him at the point of giving it to him. Or I make it known, I go on to the radio and announce it to everyone how much I gave. Yes, there is an exception where you can announce it publicly so that people may uh, be encouraged by it. But not for one moment must the thought pass through my head that I'm helping this person and I'm better than him. And I'm doing this so people can recognize me. It is very, very easy jamaat muslimin So we should question ourselves. And Jamaatul Muslimin, this is a riyah, this is showing off the one to be recognized. And it is a creeping shirk, that is a worship of other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it, it, is, it is taking a quality, the like kibriyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, taking this veil and putting it onto us. And when we do this Jamaatul Muslimin, then we are making kufr of juhud. And when we do this, then we are make, make riyah, which is a minor shirk, because we are worshipping ourselves. Now the action that you do for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, if it is very little, Nabizalam said that when you stand up on the day of Qiyamah, this little action it will grow and it will grow. And you will ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is this action? I never did this action, what is it? It will grow like your animals grow. It will go from that little action into a big action when it is weighed on the scale. This is because it is done for Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. It is not contaminated with other than Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it grows and it grows in the year after, and you are rewarded for it. And Jamaatul Muslimin, this kibir and this riya that is in our hearts, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that I will lead you astray. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says, You will lead you astray if you have this kibr. He says, سَأَصْرِفُ عَنْ آيَاتِيَ الَّذِينِ يَتَكَبَّرُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ I will turn away from my signs those who have this takabbur, those who have this pride in the earth without being entitled to it. وَأَيَّ رَوْ كُلَّ آيَةٍ لَا يُؤْمِنُوا بِهَا They can see any ayah, they can see any sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will be like a veil over their eyes. They will never see that it is a sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. سَبِيلَ الرُشْدِ لَا sabila. And even if they see the straight path, they won't take it. سَبِيلَ Sabila. And when they see the wrong path, then they will take it. And why is that? Because of takabbur and pride. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guarantees you that you'll go astray because of this pride. Jamaatul Muslimin, let us be careful of these things which are within us, and that will destroy our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just like that. And all three things need to be in place. Your Iman needs to be in place, your Amal, your action needs to be in place, and your Ikhlas, the sincerity needs to be in place, and that is the game changer. You can have the right Iman, you can have the right action, but if you have no Ikhlas, if you have no sincerity, then it will be absolutely zero. It won't count as anything, You can have the correct iman and very little amal. You can do very little. But if you have a lot of ikhlas, a lot of sincerity, then that that action will be, it will multiply and multiply and multiply, and you'll be rewarded for it. So Jamaatul Muslimin, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from these, illnesses of the heart so that with a little bit of amal and a lot of sincerity we can gain the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa